and welcome to the Victory Devotional Podcast. We invite you to take the next few minutes to connect with God, hear His voice, and respond in worship and prayer. Here's today's message. Lord, we thank you, Lord God, for your presence with us now. Holy Spirit, we welcome you again to rearrange things in our lives that we might line up according to your word, that we might be changed according to your grace, that we might be your instruments of grace and love and kindness all around us, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. We're in Hebrews chapter 3, starting with verse 1 to 6. Let us read, Therefore, holy brothers, you who share in a heavenly calling, consider Jesus the apostle and high priest of our confession, who was faithful to him who appointed him just as Moses also was faithful in all God's house. For Jesus has been counted worthy of more glory than Moses, as much more glory as the builder of a house has more honor than the house itself. For every house is built by someone, but the builder of all things is God. Now Moses was faithful in all God's house as a servant to testify to the things that were to be spoken later. But Christ is faithful over God's house as a son, and we are his house if indeed we hold fast our confidence and our boasting in our hope. Hebrews, uh, the, the author of the book of Hebrews is unknown. Um, yeah, they say it could be either Paul, Barnabas, or Apollos. Uh, but whoever wrote it has a clear relationship with the apostle, uh, uh, with the apostle, uh, with Jesus. The audience is also unknown, but most likely to the Jews. Uh, someone who uh, it's it's addressed to people who know the Torah, their history of God, uh, their history with God. Hence the, the the reason for the title. This was also written to a church that is experiencing persecution because they have decided to follow Jesus. Here in Hebrews, Jesus is contrasted and compared to all major and important persons to the Jews. The purpose is to show the total greatness of Jesus over anyone or anything. In a sense, they want, the author wanted to show, to show Jesus is exalted above all. Today, we look at Jesus is greater than Moses. Verse 3 says this, Jesus has been counted worthy of more glory than Moses. As much more glory as the builder of a house has more honor than the house itself. Think about that. Jesus has been counted worthy of more glory than Moses. Now, could you imagine the impact, the questions, or the controversy this statement probably could, could make in, in, uh, amongst the Jews? See, Moses was probably one of their greatest leaders, or uh, not probably, Moses was definitely one of their greatest leaders. Moses was a real hero to the Jewish people. He confronted the most powerful man in his time and, and led his nation to freedom in spite of the most powerful army in the world pursuing them. Moses performed miracles that have not been repeated or equaled. 
Moses was a man of God, a faithful man of God. But here the author of Hebrews is saying Jesus is even greater than Moses. In fact, he says Jesus is so much greater. Now, why is this an issue? Why is this important? See, Hebrews chapter 1, verse 1 says this, Long ago, at many times and in many ways, God spoke to our fathers by the prophets. But in this last days, He has spoken to us by His Son, and He appointed the heir of all things, through whom also He created the world. See, the Jews, to the Jews, they know God spoke to Moses. To the Jews, they know God used Moses. To the Jews, they know God, uh, Moses represented God. But now, in a sense, this upstart Jesus, who is he compared to Moses? And not only that, the author is saying that today, the way, the way God communicates, the way God sends His message, the way God speaks to His people today is through His Son, Jesus. In a sense, you're removing, uh, people might feel, some of the Jews might feel that Moses is being put aside and replaced by Jesus, someone they still don't know very well. So the question is, how can this be? How can Jesus be greater than Moses? Let me share with you a few things. The first one is, Moses was the instrument of God. That's proven. That's seen in, the, in, in their history. That's seen in the Word of God. Moses was the instrument of God, but Jesus is God. Moses was truly an inspiring vessel, an inspiring instrument, a leader of God. Moses represented God, was the voice of was the voice for God and a conduit of God's power. But Jesus is the power. He is the source, the provider of power. It was his love and his concern and purpose that was the source of Moses. Moses was the instrument of Jesus. The, the scripture we read said that Moses was a faithful servant in the house of God. Yet Jesus was the builder or is the builder of the house of God. Jesus is not just an instrument. Jesus was not just a servant. Jesus is God himself. He is the source and he's the provider. Secondly, Moses was a faithful servant in his lifetime. There's no doubt. Sure, Moses made mistakes. Sure, there were, uh, there were uh, uh, times of outbursts and uncontrolled anger. Sure, there were times when Moses had no hope and had no faith. But yet Moses was faithful as a servant, a faithful servant in his lifetime, a faithful servant of God. Moses was a faithful servant in his lifetime, but Jesus is faithful always and forevermore. Moses' faithfulness is gone. We can just talk about it, learn from it, and be encouraged by it at the same time. But his faithfulness is history. Moses' desire for his nation, his dreams for his people, it's all gone. It can inspire people today. We can talk about it and get lessons from it. Yet it's gone. On the other hand, 
Jesus is faithful in the past, in the present today, and Jesus' faithfulness will continue forever, way into the future. In fact, we will live in a world that's established by the faithfulness of Jesus. His faithfulness affects and blesses us today and will continue forever. We have been sustained by the faithfulness of God. We have been cared for, uh, led by, provided by the faithfulness of God. Jesus' plans, His purposes, and His promise, promises have been fulfilled in the past, is being fulfilled today, and more will even be fulfilled in the future. Friends, the purpose of God in your life is not yet over. The promises of God that have been fulfilled in the past, there's still more for Him to fulfill in your life in the future. Moses can inspire you, but Jesus indwells and empowers you. Moses can inspire us, yet Jesus actually can, can, uh, uses us and lives through us and empowers us to be who He's called us to be. Lastly, in other words, Moses is gone. Jesus is still here. Despite and in spite of how amazing Moses is, his place in history, I believe, will not be forgotten. Moses will be a person that will be talked about for generations, for a long, long time, yet he's gone. But Jesus is still here, and Jesus will never disappear. Jesus start, was all the way from the beginning, and he alone will stay all the way to the end. Jesus is still here with us. Jesus is with you. Verse 1, Therefore, holy brothers, you who share in a heavenly calling, consider Jesus the apostle and the high priest of our confession. Jesus is still working out His heavenly calling over your life. It started way before you were born. It's still being worked out today. And even in the future, more and more of it will be established. Jesus is working out his heavenly calling. His calling, his purpose, his will, his plan in your life, for our lives, in our world, still stands. Nothing can take it away. Nothing can stop it. Leaders come and go. Good ones and even bad ones. But Jesus remains with us forever. Jesus is still our high priest. His love is ever-present. His grace is always unlimited. He will never leave us or, nor forsake us. He's always standing the gaps, holding on to us and holding on to the Father and connecting us with the power and the grace of God over our lives. Think about this. The pandemic turnaround is not science or a wonder drug. It is the faithfulness of God. What will get us through the challenges we're facing today is the faithfulness of God. The blessing of this election that we're in right now 
is not necessarily about who wins, but it is the faithfulness of God, no matter who and no matter what. Jesus is the Savior. Jesus is the greatest because He alone is still here with us. The greatest blessing is that, is that faithful, our faithful and powerful Messiah Jesus is with us forever. Let's read the last part of our text. Christ is faithful over God's house as a son. And we are his house if indeed we hold fast our confidence and our boasting in our hope. Moses was faithful to his nation. Jesus is faithful to his family, his brothers, you and I, and even sons and daughters, which still is you and I. The faithfulness of God is with us forever, covers us forever, and empowers us forever. Let's worship God right now. Lord, we thank you, Lord God, for your faithfulness. Thank you, Lord God, that your faithfulness was with us from the very beginning, even way before any of us was in this world. Your faithfulness created our world. Your faithfulness pours out your love and your grace without limitation over us. And today, your faithfulness still covers us. And we have a future to look forward to, not because things are lining up, not because the world is beginning to recover, not because of the, the, even the, the, the craziness that's in our world, 
But we have a great future because your faithfulness covers our world, covers all of us. In Jesus' name, amen. Let me declare this blessing all over, uh, over all of us today. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make His face shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up His countenance upon you and give you peace. In Jesus' name, amen. Thanks for joining us today. We hope this helps you build a habit of hearing from God daily. For more messages like these, follow us on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. If you'd like to watch these messages live every morning, visit us on facebook.com slash victoryph.